buddies all tell me select teams are expected by ladies to neck teams. I could talk about love and uh, why not? But believe me, it wouldn't be so hot. So let's talk of Lamar, that head is so fair. Why does she let Joan Bennett wear all her old hair? If you know Garbo, then tell me this news. Is it a fact the Navy's launched all her old shoes? Let's check on the veracity of Badimore's vivacity. And why is drink capacity she gets so much publicity? Let's even have a huddle over Havard University. But let's not talk about love. Let's wish him good luck. Let's wish him more power. That Fiorella fella, my favorite flower. Let's get some champagne from over the seas. And drink to Sammy Goldwyn. Include me out, please. Let's ride it to in the slayable. A ditty swing and swayable. Let's say whatever sayable about the tower of Abel. Let's cheer for the career of itty bitty betty grayable. But let's not talk about love. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about dope. Let's try to picture Paramount, minus Bob Hope. Let's start a new dance, let's try a new step, or investigate the cause of Mrs. Roosevelt's pep. Why not discuss, my dearie, the life of Wallace Beery, or bring a Jeroboam on and write a drunken poem on astrology, mythology, geology, philology, pathology, psychology, electrophysiology, spermology, phrenology. I owe you an apology, but let's not talk about... Oh, in case you play cards, I have some right here. So how about a game of gin rummy, my dear? Or if you feel warm and bathing's your whim, let's get in the all together and enjoy a short swim. But honey, I suspect you all of being intellectual, and so instead of gushing on, let's have a big discussion on timidity, stupidity, solidity, frigidity, avidity, turbidity, Manhattan, acidity, fatality, morality, legality, finality, neutrality, reality, or southern hospitality, pomposity, verbosity. I'm losing my velocity, but let's not talk about love. Hi, I'm Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Opening on Broadway October 29, 1941, at the Imperial Theater, with music and lyrics by Cole Porter, additional songs by Sylvia Fine and Max Liebman, and book by Herbert and Dorothy Fields, based on the 1925 play The Cradle Snatchers, by Russell Medcraft and Norma Mitchell, Let's Face It was the first starring vehicle for comedian Danny Kay. The story of three suspicious wives who invite three army inductees to a summer house in Southampton on Long Island in order to make their husbands jealous, the original stage company included able support from actors Eve Arden, Vivian Vance, and Nanette Febre, and also featured a then-unknown Carol Channing as Eve Arden's understudy. Danny Kay had made his successful debut earlier in the year in Broadway's Lady in the Dark, and Cole Porter allowed the actor's wife, Sylvia Fine, to add two comedy numbers into the score of Let's Face It for him to sing. Late in the show's run, actor Jose Ferrer replaced Danny Kay, and both of Kay's specialty songs, A Fairy Tale and Melody in 4F, were dropped. The wartime-themed production was a solid hit, and a successful West End production opened on November 19, 1942, at the Hippodrome Theater. Opening in movie theaters August 5, 
1943, a film version of the show was headed up by Bob Hope, Betty Hutton, and Zazu Pitts, with Eve Arden, the only actor from the Broadway show, recreating her role of Maggie Watson on screen. Produced by Paramount Pictures, the film dropped much of the Porter's score, retaining only the hit songs Let's Not Talk About Love, Farming, The Milk Song, and The Title Number, while including additional songs by Sammy Kahn, Kim Gannon, and Julie Stein. All the songs were dropped from the radio version we're about to present, so we've peppered music from the Broadway score throughout this broadcast, starting with Danny Kaye singing Let's Not Talk About Love that opened our show. It's worth noting that this wartime-era show is certainly a product of its time, and that some of the jokes could be considered insensitive if they showed up on Broadway today. Here on the December 27, 1943 episode of the Screen Guild Theater, recreating his starring film role is Bob Hope, with Jane Wyman, Bill Goodwin, and Verna Felton in Let's Face It. The Screen Guild Players. The Lady Esther Screen Guild play tonight, Let's Face It. The starring players, this is Bob Hope. This is Jane Wyman. And this is Bill Goodwin. Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in the delightful Paramount Picture screen success, Let's Face It, starring Bob Hope as Jerry Walker, Jane Wyman as Maggie, and Bill Goodwin as Jerry's pal, Barney Hilliard. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Let's Face It. Screen Guild play opens, we find Private Jerry Walker and his buddy, Barney Hilliard, sitting side by the road in an army jeep. A large sign over the entrance to a rather elaborate-looking estate just across the road from them reads, Alicia Milk Farm, reduced by exercise and milk diet. Ladies only. Hey, Jerry, is this the place where your fiancé holds reducing exercises for overstuffed female heavyweights? Yeah, she lives on the fat of the land. <laughs> hey, look, Jer... Jerry, there's, there's some of the stuff Turkey's exercising now. Over there on the tennis court. Yeah, from this angle, they look like dump trucks in a drive-in. <laughs> that they do. And get a load of the size of the woman going in the gate there. Boy, she's really a pastry-packing mama, isn't she? That's what it is. What do you do on Tuesday? <laughs> To my place. Why? Hey, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> Jerry, she's, she's really got a She's really got a figure. Is that where we stopped? That's where we stopped. Yeah. Really has got a shape. Yes. Bet she isn't allowed on the streets without license plates. 
Say, Barney, I know her. That's one of Winnie's best customers. Really? I was out here the other day when Winnie weighed her in. Mm. She tips the scales at 310 with her girdle on. How much with it off? She doesn't know. She's never been able to get it off. <laughs> say, say, you see that one over there? She's a debutante. Oh, yeah. Did she just come out? No, she didn't exactly come out. There's so much of her, she just busted through. <laughs> But my girl guarantees to bring her weight down. Well, yeah, the only trouble is she's bringing it all down to the same place. <laughs> and look over there, the one on the left. She's really a stocky kid. The, the one on the left? Well, she's the one on the right, too. <laughs> now, look, Jerry, we can't wait for that girl of yours any longer. We've got to get back to camp. You're already in the doghouse with Lieutenant Wiggins. We'll be A-W-O-L again. Yeah, but Barney, I've got to see Winnie before we go back to camp. Don't forget, I'm marrying the girl tomorrow. I've got to see her to tell her to go into town before she comes to the camp party tonight. I wanted to get our wedding ring out of Hawk. Wait a minute. You hocked your wedding ring before the wedding? Well, I had to buy a marriage license, didn't I? <laughs> and where do you get the money to bail the wedding ring out? Well, I'll hock the engagement ring. We're already engaged, so we don't need that anymore. <laughs> the ceremony, you won't need the wedding ring, so you can hock that and pay the minister. Yeah, I was wondering how I was going to manage that. <laughs> hey, look, coming through the gate, Jerry. Say, it looks like Winnie's exercises really do the job. One of them's kind of cute. Yeah, but look at the other one. She looks like a flying fortress hedge hopping. <laughs> hey, they're coming over here. Soldier boy. Well, hello, girls. How long you in for? We're expecting a pardon any minute now. Yes, do you have any ideas, soldier boy? Yeah, but we're saving him for Hobby Lobby. <laughs> How would you two like to make $100 a piece? Well, I'm sorry. We don't know where to get soap powder either. <laughs> <laughs> Lady, we'd do anything on our honor. Honor has nothing to do with this. All right, there went our honor. <laughs> now, what's the proposition, or am I assuming? I mean, what do we do, I'm afraid? Just spend tomorrow with us. We're lonesome. We have a lovely country house just across the bay with plenty to eat and drink. It'll be loads of fun. We can play kissing games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can kiss me till the cows come home. <laughs> I'd rather kiss what? the cows till you come home. <laughs> Sorry, ladies. You see, uh, we can't handle it. We got girls already. We got enough. Couldn't step out on them as much as we might like to. Well, what are we going to do? Stop taking those vitamin pills, that's all. But <laughs> it's a chance to make some easy money. Well, I've got an idea for you. Our camp is just across that drill field. There's 20,000 boys over there. Yeah, and we're having a big camp party tonight. Why don't you drop over? Yeah, there ought to be two out of 20,000 you can make a deal with. Well, that's just what we'll do, Cornelia. Uh, thanks for the tip. Uh, goodbye, soldier boy. Goodbye, then. <laughs> See, as bad as I'd need money, if I ever went through a deal like that, I could never look myself in the face. And that ain't a bad idea, either. <laughs> look, Jerry. Jerry, we gotta get back to camp, and I'm not kidding. Look at the time. Gosh, maybe we'd better. Guess I'll have to wait till the party tonight to see Winnie. Well, come on. Get this thing started. You're in the doghouse with Lieutenant Wiggins already. Look, I'll just cut across the drill field. We'll go in the barracks the back way. Hey. Hey, you know you're not supposed to drive this Jeep across the drill field, Jerry. Who's driving across it? There it is down there. Wait a minute. Are you driving? No, are you driving? No. Ain't these Jeeps wonderful? <laughs> hey, Jerry, all 
of a sudden the seats get softer. What happened? If you'll get off of me, I'll tell you. Hey, look out, Jerry. You're headed for the barracks. Turn the thing. We're going to go right through the wall. How do you know? I saw the picture. Park too close. <laughs> well, well, look who's here. Private Walker reporting for guardhouse duty, sir. <laughs> yes, I've been waiting for you, Walker. I see you figured out your own special maneuvers. Yes, sir. Very nice attack. Yes, sir. You've established a beachhead in a barracks. That's just ducky. Thank you, Lieutenant Wiggins. Well, we're sorry, Lieutenant. <laughs> you keep out of this, Hilliard. Yes, it's Walker I want to talk to. Yes, sir. And I'll put you in the line after the last thing I do. And I'll do it, too. Stop honking that horn. Stop it! Oh. Honking that horn. I'm not honking, sir. There must be a short, sir. The crash must have done it, sir. Walker, I tell you, I'm going to send you to the bank. And you'll be your blood pressure, sir. You worry about your own circulation, Walker. Well, I get around plenty. <laughs> Walker, do you realize the damage you've done here will cost you over 200 hours? Well, just take it out of my pay, Lieutenant. Second. Say. <laughs> just take it out of my pay. I can do without cigarettes for 20 or 30 years. Besides, if the government takes it out of my pay, I can charge it off my income tax. The government will put you where you don't need any monk money, Walker. Any monkey? Look, uh... <laughs> what will I do for a grind organ? They. But they can't do that to me. I'm getting married tomorrow, Lieutenant. You're getting married? Sure. In my family, it's an old custom. As broke as you are, you're getting married? Sure, my dad married my mother without a single cent. Yeah, and look what happened to them. <laughs> yeah, what? You! I don't have to stand for this. I have my own radio show. <laughs> Walker? Walker, what are you going to do about those front tires? They're flat. Oh, I'll fix that. I'll put them on the back where they won't show. Well, you get out of there, I'll slap you in the guardhouse for six months. Yes, sir. I'll have the tires fixed in five minutes, flat. <laughs> Gosh, Jerry, what'll Winnie think when you don't show up at the dance? Well, she know I'm in trouble again. You go ahead. Uh, Gene will be waiting for you over at the auditorium. Oh, gee, that's tough, Jerry. Where are you ever going to get $200 so you and Winnie can get married? Yeah, what a lovely ceremony that's going to be in the little guardhouse around the corner. <laughs> well, go and get dressed, Bonnie. I'll work on this Jeep. Maybe I can reduce the bill a little. Well, want me to stay with you, Jerry? I will. Nah. Go on, Barney. Have fun. It's my fault. Well, if I see Winnie, I'll explain things to her. Okay, Barney. Well, I might as well start fixing tires. $200. 
I get 50 bucks a month, spend $48 a month for living expenses. That'd be, let's see, it'll only take me 100 months. How can I make some money fast? I know, smuggling chewing gum into civilians. That's... Soldier boy, could you tell me how to get to the auditorium? Well, if it isn't the happy little widows in the milk farm, how are you coming with your manhunt? Oh, it's one of the boys we saw at the milk farm gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you two are looking for men. Why don't you try the Navy? They're used to getting into deep water. For $200, we'll be able to find two here. Thank you. $200? Hey, let's see. I could pay for this wreck, get my rings out of heart, borrow Barney's hundred. He could have the fat one. I'll take the cute one. And... What did you say? Oh, <laughs> say... You know, I want to have a little talk with you girls. You mean you've changed your mind? Yeah, tell me a little more about the deal. I might be able to twist my arm and talk me into it. But we just don't want to be alone tomorrow. We could be so cozy, just the four of us. What, no chaperone? Chaperone? We're old enough to take care of ourselves. Yeah, but we ain't. <laughs> something tells me you're all commandos. But ladies, for 200 bucks right now, I'd kiss a pig. self-conscious. <laughs> Wait right here just for a minute. I'll be right back. Oh, don't you think we should tell them that we have husbands, Maggie? Well, of course not. We just want a couple of guys to make our husbands jealous. Yeah, but maybe our husbands really did go fishing. Yeah, with red-headed bait. Oh, gee. Won't they be surprised and jealous finding us there with two soldier boys? Well, after the boys have caught with us, there's nothing they can do about it. But supposing our husbands shot them? Why, neither of our husbands have shot anybody. Very hard, anyhow. Shh, here he comes. Well, girls, it's a deal. What do we do and where do we hide the bodies? Good, here's the card with the address on it. Uh, you could just follow your nose. <laughs> really? But yes, it's uphill. Uh, <laughs> don't forget no to bring detours? the other boy. <laughs> oh, no. Bring the other boy. This uh, is the other boy, the cute one that was at the milk farm with you. Oh, him, yeah. Well, he wants to go with you, and I know you'll be big about it, won't you? <laughs> now, give me the 200. Oh, no, no. This is COD. Oh, no, this is AWL. Well, all right. Here's the money. And here's a big kiss for you, you, you darling. <laughs> to kiss cooling off soup? <laughs> no, I eat my oatmeal through a straw. Whose turn is it now? Oh, no. Now, you won't let us down, will you? Well, we'll be at this address tomorrow afternoon. Goodbye, Maggie. Goodbye, Jerry. And Cornelia. Yes? Keep your chins up. <laughs> has presented Act One of Let's Face It, starring Jane Wyman, Bill Goodwin, and Bob Hope. In just a moment, we will hear the Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Act Two. But first, a word from our hostess, Lady Esther. Tonight, I'm going to talk to you again about the Lady Esther patch test. And I'm going to keep right on talking about it until you try it. Because I know that my patch test will prove to you, as nothing else can, that Lady Esther four-purpose face cream instantly beautifies your skin makes it look softer, smoother, and younger. That's why I want you to make the patch test, so that you can see this magic with your own eyes. 
Do it for me, won't you? Do it for yourself. Just rub a little Lady Esther for purpose face cream on one particular section of your face, like a spot on your forehead or chin. Choose a part of your face that's too oily or too dry. And if there are blackheads or big pores, so much the better. You'll witness what seems like a miracle to you. You'll see that little patch of skin suddenly look a lot cleaner, fresher, and smoother than all the skin around it. You'll see a glowing, radiant difference that will astonish you. Now, you may think it's a miracle, but it isn't at all. It's exactly what you can expect from a cream that does all the four things your skin needs most for beauty. Here's what Lady Esther Face Cream does. One, it thoroughly cleans your skin. Two, it softens your skin, loosens and absorbs the dry flakes. Three, it helps nature refine the pores. And four, it leaves a smooth, perfect base for powder. Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream has but one objective to give you a smoother, more radiant, and more youthful-looking skin. So be sure to make the patch test tonight or tomorrow without fail. Hi, this is Porchlight's Production and Operation Director, Alex Ryan. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today to Porchlight Music Theater at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration, and we hope you enjoy the show. Lady Esther presents the second act of Let's Face It, starring Bob Hope as Jerry Walker, Jane Wyman as Maggie, and Bill Goodwin as Barney Hilliard. It's the following day. Jerry and Barney have left camp to keep their $200 date with Maggie and Cornelia. What the boys don't know is that their real girlfriends, Winnie and Jean, found out about their plans. And they are on the way to Southampton at the moment in a not too happy frame of mind. Jerry and Barney have just arrived outside the Southampton house. Hey, that's the house, Jerry, sitting back in those trees. Oh, a pretty fancy joint. A guy could walk off a hangover in there and never go through the same room twice. <laughs> you know, I still don't feel right about it, Jerry. I had to lie to Jean to break our date. You lied to Jean. You should hear the big lie I told Winnie. I told her we were going on a dangerous mission with a couple of commandos. That's no lie. <laughs> I told Jean we were going on special maneuvers and that I might come back with stripes on my sleeve. Barney, we'd be lucky if we get back with sleeves. <laughs> well, come on, we gotta go in. I got my whip and chair ready. Well, that ought to hold them off. <laughs> yeah, if they lay those pistols down long enough. Come on, let's go. Yeah. You're ready, aren't you? You got the cute little one. I'm stuck with a big fat one. Well, that makes her all easier to run out on. Come on, let's face it. <laughs> Gee, Jerry, I feel just like I'm marching right into hand-to-hand combat unarmed. They're just a couple of wolves in she clothing. <laughs> if you hear me yell, you'll know I'm in trouble. Yeah, but think of that 200 bucks. I can't figure out why they're paying us so much money just to spend the day with them. Oh, it's probably some new kind of USO. Here's the front door over here. <laughs> well, hello, boys. Here we are on the veranda. Hey, which is my girl and which is the veranda? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Uh, how are you, girls? Now that you're actually here, shall we go to the rumpus room of Jerry? The rumpus room? Well, don't you think we ought to sort of work up to that kind of ease into it? Yeah, let's, let's do that. I know. Barney would like to sit here on the love seat with me. No, I don't think I ought to do that. What's wrong with me? Well, I, I like a girl who has a lot of curves. Well, I've got curves, haven't I? Yeah, and a couple of U-turns, too. After all, what has Hedy Lamar got that I haven't got? Well, nothing, but she doesn't need a license to carry it. 
I know, Pop. Let's you and I go out and sit in the patio. The bay is beautiful today. <laughs> Who's? Look. Let's all go look at the bay. That's good. That's a great idea. It's a lot safer, Plenty too. Plenty of them around here. Yeah, come on, Carnesia. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Maggie. Now, just a moment. Uh, just a moment. You stay here with me, Jerry. What do you think I paid you that $200 for? I begin to wonder. Well, here we are. Yeah, yeah, here we are. Shall I do something to, um, to entertain you? Yeah, I'll throw a ball and you fetch it. I know. We'll sit on the love seat, shall we? Mm-hmm. You, uh, sit by me, Jerry, right here. Well, I don't think there's room for the three of us. The three of us? Yeah, you, me, and my conscience. <laughs> He's probably giving him a hot foot. You know, Jerry, there's something about a soldier that makes me feel wild and romantic. Yeah? Didn't you ever feel warm and then cold and then warm and then cold? Yeah, do you sleep in a pup tent, too? (laughs) I do, with my pup sticking out. It's wonderful, really. Oh, don't be bashful with me, Jerry. Didn't your father ever tell you about women? Well, he never had time. He was too busy trying to get Grandpa to tell him. Do. Nothing. He just sat around writing letters to Mr. Anthony. <laughs> just gave him a hot ankle. See those two little lovebirds in the cage over there? They're sitting close together. What do you suppose they're thinking about? Birdseed? <laughs> Please put your arms around me, Jerry, darling. I must kiss you. You just hate yourself in the morning. <laughs> Take my lips, Jerry. Hmm? Hmm? I said, please, take my lips. <laughs> you mean they come off? <laughs> please, take my lips. you look funny without them. <laughs> Your teeth will all show you. It'll be a great walking ad for Pepsodent. <laughs> With Arium. <clears throat> That's my sponsor. Maggie, 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 here they come, and they have two girls with them, just as we thought. Who's coming? They're coming in the front door. It's our husbands. Yeah, yeah. Your husbands? We'll all be shot. Oh, you're not afraid, are you? I thought you had red blood in your veins. I have, but the tide just went out. Jerry, Jerry, they're here. Yeah, Bonnie, they're husbands. We'll run out the back door. No, no, Jerry, I'm talking about our girls, Jean and Winnie. They're coming in the back door. Oh, now I know how Hitler feels. <laughs> it's a pincer move, we're outflanked. Don't worry, Jerry. Dick Tracy got out of the rock crusher. Come on. <laughs> don't you run out on us. We want our husbands to catch you with us, to make them jealous. Oh, I don't like bullet holes through me, lady. They make me whistle in a high wind. <laughs> Listen, there's a rowboat down at the shore. We'll get the boat and row across the yeah, bay. Yeah, come on, Bonnie, out this window. Yeah. Come back. Hurry up, Bonnie, Gene, and Winnie have spotted us. Here they come. Where's that robot? Right, right here by this tree. Here it is. Get in, Jerry. But grab those oars and start pulling across the bay for camp. Okay. Don't take that boat. My purse is in it. So where's purse snatchers? Going to jail's better than being shot. Hey. Hey, Jerry, wait a minute. What? We might get shot out here. This is the bay where they sighted the German submarine. A German sub? Well, that's a chance we got to take. Keep rowing. You got us in a fine mess. Hey, listen. Something's scraping in the bottom of the boat. Yeah. And we're stopped. What could it be way out here in the bay? Couldn't be a fire plug. No. (laughs) 
It's probably Maggie swimming all the way out here on her way to give me her lips. <laughs> Terry, some crashed through the bottom of the boat. Hang on. A submarine's coming up under us. We're stabbed with a periscope. Oh, fine. We can't get in trouble enough with the Army, so we run to follow the Navy, let me, too. Let me take a look at this periscope, Barney. It's a German sub. How do you know? Did you see anybody? Just a German captain. I think he saw me, too. Well, he must have. They're turning around heading for Germany. They can't do that. They can't do that to us. No, why? We'll be three weeks ahead of schedule. Look. <laughs> I say, I've got an idea. This is the time to have one. See if there's a mirror in that lady's purse there on the bottom of the boat. Hurry. Okay. Yeah, here's one, but this is no time for vanity. Yeah. <laughs> Lady Esther, look, give me that mirror. <laughs> hold it up to the periscope like this. It'll reflect the shoreline instead of the open sea. Well, what good will that do? They'll think they're headed for shore and turn around. It'll never work, Jerry. It's worth a try. They might... Look, Barney. It's working. They're turning around. We're heading for shore. Oh, sure enough. Hold that mirror, Jerry. We're headed right for the shore of the camp. Who's there? Listen to that. The guards have spotted us. They're all on the beach. Lieutenant Wiggins is probably there and he'd be plenty mad at me. We're going to run aground. Here we go. Hang on, Barney. Rifles ready, men. Rifles ready. It's that German sub we've been after. Come ashore, men. We'll keep you covered. Anybody want to buy a hot submarine? Well, anyhow, that's what I told Jean. She believed it, Jerry, and everything swell. I'm a hero. What did you tell Winnie? Well, after all, you know how my story went over. We were... Married last night, remember? Yeah, that's hey, right. just a minute, boys. Just a minute. Oh, Lieutenant Wiggins. Hi, Lute. Say, I can tell by experience you sore at me, Barney. I'd like to congratulate you two on your recent feat of bravery. And you, Walker, you on your marriage. Oh, it had to happen. We're going to have children, you know. <laughs> well, uh, tell me, Walker, how did you happen to make that capture? The, the sub, I mean, not the wife. I know you got her with camouflage and propaganda. Well, well, you see, Lieutenant, I was AWL, so I just decided to capture a German sub to kill the afternoon and to kind of square myself with you. I see it didn't work, huh? <laughs> great, great head work, Walker. No. Great. That's <laughs> a happy kid, this kid. You like it, Lute, huh? <laughs> just change your underwear, huh? Why don't you do it? Ah, <laughs> yes, sir. Should play sax. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I ever heard. No kidding. Isn't it, boy? <laughs> <clears throat> now, if I just knew where Winnie and I could spend our honeymoon, could I have about a week? A week? <laughs> You're huh? entitled to six months. <laughs> In the guardhouse for being A.W.L. Oh, but I just got married. You can't put me in the guardhouse. What do you want? Time off for good behavior? No, for my honeymoon. You heard me. Report to the guardhouse. Oh, but Lieutenant. How many times have I told you to salute me when I give an order? Well, why don't you salute me? I thought you were still mad. <laughs> Mr. Screen Guild players are fortunate and grateful that you could be our guests here tonight. Well, thank you, Truman. It's always a pleasure because we know the benefits from this program go to support a great work. And the Motion Picture Relief Fund is certainly doing a great job. 
Anytime you have a spot for us with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players, just let us know, Truman. And now, before we tell you the exciting news about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Wyman. I do hope that all of you listening to me tonight will try the Lady Esther patch test, for it will prove to you while you watch that Lady Esther four-purpose face cream can do really remarkable things for the beauty of your skin. Here's all you do. Just dip your finger in a jar of Lady Esther face cream and rub it on one little section of your face, perhaps around your nose, your chin, or on one cheek. Choose a part of your face that's too oily or too dry or where you have blackheads and big pores. Just rub Lady Esther face cream on that one little patch of skin. Wipe it off and apply Lady Esther face powder. That's all I ask you to do. I don't need to tell you what happens. You'll see it with your own eyes. You'll see that one little part of your face, that one patch of skin, take on a radiant new look of freshness and clarity. You'll see it suddenly look a lot softer, smoother, and younger textured than any of the skin around it. And you'll say it's magic. But it isn't magic at all. It's the natural result of using one cream that does all the four things your skin needs most for beauty. And remember, what you see happen to that one little patch of skin will happen to your whole face when you apply Lady Esther face cream. Just imagine how exciting and glamorous you'll look when you use Lady Esther four-purpose face cream and then apply Lady Esther face powder to the smooth, new freshness of your skin. <laughs> Next week, the Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present The North Star. It will star Walter Houston, Ann Baxter, Jane Withers, and Farley Granger. Be sure to listen. Bob Hope is currently working in Road to Utopia. Bill Goodwin <laughs> is currently being seen in Riding High, both Paramount Productions. Jane Wyman can now be seen in Warner Brothers' new comedy, Princess O'Rourke. Let's Face It was also presented through the courtesy of Dorothy and Herbert Fields and Cole Porter. Music on tonight's program was arranged and conducted by Wilbur Hatch. To try Lady Esther four-purpose face cream, just get the smallest size jar. Later, you can get the economical large jar and keep refilling the small one for convenience. Mrs. Truman Bradley, speaking for Lady Esther, saying thank you and good night, everyone. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. She was older than God, so it doesn't seem odd if Granny knew, oh, 
such a lot to steady me and ready me for the battle of men and mice. Each night, little granny would plop on her fanny and give me this good advice, this perfect advice. Sad times may follow your tracks. Bad times may bar you from sacks. Satan in slack breaks down your self-control. Maybe as often it goes, your A.B. may tire of his rose. So baby, this rule I propose, always have an ace in the Just in case, always have an ace in some secluded but accessible place. Always have an ace in the The title of the film version of Let's Face It was The Cradle Snatchers, the same as the original play on which the musical was based. The story was twice filmed before the stage musical adaptation appeared, first in 1927 as The Cradle Snatchers, directed by Howard Hawks, and again in 1929 with the title Why Leave Home? A made-for-television broadcast of Let's Face It was presented November 21, 1954 on NBC's The Colgate Comedy Hour with Burt Lahr, Vivian Blaine, and Gene Nelson in the cast. Beyond both playing the role of Jerry Walker in versions of Let's Face It, Danny Kaye and Bob Hope both had their own starring radio shows, both were hits on television, and both entertained the troops overseas. After Danny Kaye starred in Let's Face It, he left Broadway for Hollywood and worldwide stardom. Before becoming a Hollywood star, Bob Hope's final Broadway musical was also a Cole Porter show, Red Hot and Blue, which closed in 1937. While Hope always wished to return to Broadway, he never did, whereas Danny Kaye came back to The Great White Way starring in the musical Two by Two in 1970. Man. 
Here's a bit of news that's quite a shocker, proving Mother Nature still has gone. Quoting Mr. Charlie Knickerbocker, get in the swim and buy a farm. Acres of alfalfa fields of clover suddenly enchant our top whose So the moment all this row is over, what say if we go hasty to for farming? That's the passion farming. That's the passion of our great celebrities of today. Kid Cornell is shell and pea. Lady Mendel's climbing trees. Dear Mae West is at her best in the hay. Singing while the raking bringing. Home the bacon makes them feel more glamorous and more gay. They tell me cows when they're feeling milky all give cream when the milk by Wilkie Old farming is so charming, they all say. Old farming, that's the fashion farming. That's the fashion of the great celebrities of today. Yeah, yeah. Five o'clock, the cock is crowing. Though the frost is on the pumpkin, back to sleep you can't be going. If you want to be a pumpkin, it's so chic for look or peek to take your picture with the Guernsey in the wilds of old Connecticut or possibly New Jersey. Hard and Kaufman in Bucks County pulled a farming killer dilla when they planted in their cornfields all their clippings from Joe Miller. Farming is so charming, they all say. That's the passion farming. That's the passion of our great celebrities of today. Bernard Shaw doing turkey in the straw. Don't inquire of Georgie Rath. Why his cow has never calved. Georgie's bull is beautiful, but he's gay. Stop in the hay, take it away. Mussin' up the clover cussin' When it's over, makes them feel informal and degagé That wheat with your grand garble feet The natives think it's utterly utter When Margie Hart starts churning her butter Farming is so charming, they all say Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. (laughs) 